the other thing that I don't know how to do at the gym is uh, if you're doing the weights. Like when I do the elliptical, it's very easy. Uh, they've got like a little tray in front of you or they've got like cup holders where you can put your phone and your keys. But when you're doing the weights, there's not a... I've noticed that they don't have cup holders. <laughs> Where are you supposed to put your phone? Oh, your you, you, you don't know about this part of gym culture? No. This is a, this is a big part of being at the gym. I felt is, like it would be. It's yeah, is is walking up to the machine and uh like with your phone and in in between sets and whatever like you go to your phone, but right before you get on the machine you like spike your phone. You like throw your phone. You're extremely rough with your phone and uh, your items that you have. You you basically like throw it down like away from the machine every time uh, that you, you, you get on to use it. You haven't, Wait. you haven't seen that. It's like you got no. the, your, uh, your big hulking guy with the, the beats headphones uh, like over ear. And then um, you, you, you go over and, you know, take a swig of your protein shake and stuff. Uh, to chain, change the song on your your spotify playlist but then you like you just basically you're you're holding it here up, up up by your chest and then it's like time to go do your set and you like just like open your hands and like let your phone drop to the floor right where you're standing and then go back to the are you serious uh, are you being serious right now um i think it's i think it's kind of a, a meme that uh people like people are rough with their uh phones lifting weights like bros are a rough with their phones. Oh. Yeah. But where where do you okay? Uh, but f- like your pockets not working? Do you not have a pocket? I don't have pockets because I'm a, yeah. I I I've only been a runner my entire life, and and I, I can get into this. I guess I might as well get into it now that like I I got some new shorts. You know, runners shorts typically like kind of fifty fifty chance if they're gonna have pockets. Yeah. Uh, mine don't have pockets except actually I bought a bunch of new ones and they have a, they have a butt pocket, you know, a tiny one that you normally, like when I would run, I would put my keys in there when I was in high school. And back then the culture was very much like you're a loser. If you listen to music while you run or anything, you just run without anything. So all you need is the key to get you back into your house or whatever, you know? Uh, so that was easy, but now, you know, I've talked. I'm watching. I'm watching Kung Fu Hustle, whatever, in the gym on the elliptical or whatever. So, and or I listen to music or whatever because, like, I'm not actually enjoying it here. I'm just trying to do this, you know, get some uh, sweat or whatever people do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but so like yesterday when I did the weights for the first time, the weight machines. You know, fortunately there weren't a lot of people there. But I, I made the mistake. I, I put my keys into my back pocket, and it's too small for the phone. Mm-hmm. But also, I hadn't done a back pocket thing in a very long time since I was in like Did high school. Did you sit on your keys and go, ouch? No, I didn't sit on my keys. But I started mm. thinking to my, I started getting self conscious and realizing like I have, quite, like I, I don't, I'm not like a big keychain guy, but like. I live in an apartment, so I've got like a key for the mailbox. I've got the key for my my door. I've got like a uh, I've got like my little CVS thing on it. All on I, a you're like a big you're like a prison guard with a big uh, well that's uh, what I'm saying. Iron I'm not, key ring. Yeah. I'm not I'm not quite at like big key key ring guy level, but I've got way like in high school I literally had like one key 
that I refuse to put on like a key chain. So I've just got like a, like I'm a magician and I could just swallow this one key or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's easy. That's just like a flat thing you if put captured, in your pocket. You will. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but now I've got like you know I've got and I've got like a little stupid. I got like a little uh, NF. C fob thing to get into the gym that I got to carry with me. That's why I have my keys. Otherwise I just leave my door open or something and let people steal stuff from my apartment while I work out. Uh, but I got to put that in my pocket. And then I started getting self-conscious that it looks like I got a big, big doo doo hanging out of my butt or something. Cause it seems like this is a little too much yeah, weight. You do, yeah. And then I very awkwardly, when I went back to the elliptical, I realized like, oh, when I used to run, I never actually had to do this in public, which is reach into your back pocket and take out your keys. But I had to, I ended up wanting to take out my keys before I did the elliptical. And then I felt like it looked probably like I was, cause I had a bigger shirt on. So I felt like it probably looked like I'm just reaching straight down the middle of the back of my pants, you know, into the <laughs> butt. Fish that doo-doo out. And I was yeah. fishing out the keys and I was really... It's a small pocket, but there was some, uh, you know, it's not super tight. So I was kind of fishing around a bit. Yeah, plus it's kind of itchy back there. But if anyway, you're... that's not as big of a deal as Set I just want to know a, when I'm get sitting. Get a lanyard. Get a, but, get a cool guy lanyard. I guess I could do that, but I still you don't know. You should also get the, the straps, the action straps for your glasses to, to get on the elliptical. Oh, well, you know, I got the action straps for my uh my mask maybe you don't know that maybe you haven't seen that you've probably seen it in pictures from shelly but i've been a mask i've been an action straps mask guy whole pandemic my yeah friend. talk about your glasses though Get well the, that's true yeah yeah multiple straps i got mm-hmm. a lanyard with the key You're strapped I, up yeah <laughs> i got i got a big flat lanyard thing with the phone action strap on the mask action strap on the glasses suspenders while you're at it too i guess (laughs) you know you for to get accidentally just completely tied up in the uh, lat pull down machine next time (laughs) yeah but okay for real for real 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 talk right now Mm -hmm. let's get serious Uh, you know i i i just need a gym bro like you to welcome me into the gym i'm new i'm new here bro I'm it's the, like it's the new me, it's the little you're the, guy. You're the little skinny kid on the computer. Yeah. Yeah, and the other buff guys on the computer. You know, I I'm need all you the to buff support guys. me. Where do you put your phone? I mean, you Great said question, the guys smack King. it down, smack it down. But yeah. like, I I thought it was we like it wasn't a big issue in in my my gym because my gym is a private gym this in question my is so long <laughs> where to put your keys are you working at no but that's the phone <laughs> like if you put it in, minutes if i put it in front of me i feel like somebody could walk over it that's Just weird. set it on the ground next to you right next to you but then i started thinking oh maybe that'll be stupid because what if all the <laughs> what if all the weights fall off what if all the weights You're, fall then off then you'll the probably like perish alongside your phone <laughs> i guess yeah yeah it's yes. weird to put it on the ground, though, too. It does feel a little put, weird, yeah. You kind of maybe sweat on it a little bit or something. I don't know. And the other thing I was wondering, away. is it weird? You got to wipe down your stuff afterwards, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we, and we got wipes. Yeah, and you got to spray down the machine as well. Well, we don't, we don't have spray. We just have alcohol wipes, Yes, I think. okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So I was wondering, you know, I figured best thing for me to do is if I've got multiple sets, I should probably just do them in a row, right? So I only have to wipe it down before and then after the one time. But yeah, then I started thinking when I run on the elliptical, like I can do an hour, two Between hours steps. in the gym oh. and I'm and I'm on the elliptical. And it's just I wipe it down when I walk in and I wipe it down when I walk out and I've just used one wipe or I've maybe used two wipes because it'll dry out during that time. But basically I've, I've just done it those two times. But then I thought like, ah, oh, but if I'm doing the, the weights, like I'm not sitting at one machine for like an hour. So it seems really wasteful that like I got to use a, a wipe to wipe it at the beginning and then like five, 10, 15 minutes later, I'm wiping it down again and then I move into another machine and I got to wipe it down again. And I just felt like I was using way too many wipes. Well, no, you wipe it, wipe it down when you're finished with the machine, not necessarily between sets. No, not between sets. But I mean, when you go to the gym, the weights guys, they use lots of machines, right? You don't just use one machine is my point. I mean, you should. I mean, okay. Do you, you shouldn't be using like a bunch of machines. Like, oh if really? I mean, I think a lot of people do, do like you know, like arms day, leg day, yeah, whatever. So you you target specific things. So you're not you, you're not using every machine when you go there. Uh, nobody. I don't think. I don't know. We got a, a, a It'd be a silly plan. First of all, to plan the di- the different kind of plans out there. There's a different kind of plan for everything. I'm sure there's a plan that's like use every machine in the gym out there. Yeah. But uh, I think a standard practice is to kind of spend some time on, you know, this part of your body. Yeah. And then so use like, I don't know, two or three machines. So should I be doing, but I did, well, that's the wipe thing. Wipe down I did, each machine. Yeah. I use did, a different wipe for each machine. I did three machines, but I ended up having to use six wipes. Yep. I mean, why do you wipe it off before you use it? Because the sign you, says wipe it off before you well, there use you it. There you go. There you go. Man, that's a waste of wipes. <laughs> and I don't know what to do with my phone during it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I saw this guy doing weights. He came in right after I got off. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. Nobody's around to see me do it. And I got back onto the elliptical and I just, just watched him through the mirror. And uh, he was doing like... He was doing like the stuff that I do in my living room, but he was doing it all like balanced on top of the, uh, the, the uh, what do you call it? The thing that you lay on when you do the weights. Oh, like a bench? Like a bench, yeah. That's like weird. A, and he was like going sideways and upside down and all like handstand looking stuff. And I was like, what the heck? That's crazy. <laughs> but I was really paying attention to how many wipes is this guy going to use. But he did his whole thing on just that. So he just used two wipes. Hey, maybe he's got to figure it out. Maybe that's the way to do it. Yeah. How should I be doing more sets though? Because if if sounds like <laughs> I like if you're only using two or three machines, but like I went through the three machines in like like fifteen twenty minutes something like that. I feel like even though I did three sets and ten reps every set for every machine. That sounds good. That sounds fine. That's good. So when you go to the gym, you only go for like fifteen twenty minutes. I thought gym guys go for like. Five hours or something. I'm not a gym guy, dude. Well, um, I, I know, but I you're, you're closer to the... Uh, you, you know more about it than I do. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like spe- just spend the time doing it. Spend the time that you need doing what you're there to do, right? Like, it's... Uh, Less difficult because I don't know what I'm there to do. <laughs> I'm making it up as I go along. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you've identified like the 
machines that you know how to use, which is good. You're not trying to do something you might hurt yourself doing because that is a concern in our advanced age. Yeah. Um, that injuries are real. Uh, so like, I don't know. Yeah. Use the, use the machine, identify the machines that you're going to use. Um, and like, I don't know, three, three sets makes sense. Like that's a normal number. That's a normal, like, uh, you could go, you could do like five sets of something like that's, that's probably a little bit higher. I mean, but, but in that sort of range, like of several, if you're doing several sets, you're, you're in normal territory. If you start doing, if you're, the, you're, if, if you're spending like, I don't know, you're doing like Rich Piana's, uh, uh, arms r- routine and spending literally like six hours in the gym working <laughs> on your biceps, like that's, you know, a problem. Okay. Um, but yeah. Wait, I got one more question. Mm. How many, how many days a week are you supposed to do the weights? You supposed to do it every day? Not every day, right? And you're, yeah. You want to give yourself time to recover. So should you recover in between every day mostly? Yeah. I mean, so there's lots of, this is, I mean, bro science is out of control here, right? Like you, any, like everybody has, there's a million answers to these questions. Um, but that's a, that's, that is normal. That would be a normal, sensible way to do it. Just like every other day is fine. Um, give yourself some, Mm. giving yourself some time to recover. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Interesting. I knew I needed to recover. I just didn't know if it's like, cause like with the, with the running, I basically never recover or I'd always do. If I recover, it's just the active. <laughs> no, that's me, dude. I never, I've never <laughs> recovered from running. <laughs> I mean, for real, when I was in high school, even it's like, you never take a day off from running. You just run oh, every single day and your recovery day is like, is like 10 miles, but you get to do it like at like a nine minute mile or something like that. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know what to card- do. Now. I mean, cardio is like what you could do on your day off, uh, yeah. from weightlifting, but like weightlift, like you need to, the point about the basic mechanics of weightlifting, as I understand it, is that you're breaking down your muscle tissue in the weightlifting session. And then, yeah. so in order to get stronger, it needs to build back, you know, build back better basically. And yeah. so that's what you would be doing at that point. Yeah. In- interesting. Okay. Well, I gotta, I gotta rest today then I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there should be exclusive Patreon content of seeing what your routine is in the gym here. I'll take a video. I'll take a video. <laughs> I'll actually, I'll bring Shelly. I'll have her take a video of me. Nice. In front of the other people there. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome to the show. Okay. Well, Hey everybody, it's Dr. Skeleton's <laughs> art school. Uh, Zoe told me about the funniest thing this week. I uh, had a really good time hearing about this. You heard about hell maxing? Oh, actually, I have. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. And yeah, I mean. All right. Next thing. Next topic. No. <laughs> you want to describe it? I mean, have you been doing it, or what's what's the deal? <laughs> I've I have not personally been hell maxing, uh, but um, I I found it very funny, but. I guess the idea is, um, so it's funny to be so so it's it, it's funny to 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 come to you in this way. So I'll I'll say it this way, uh, that um, there are legions of uh, of of concerned parents who are breathlessly, uh, you know, freaking out that their teens are hell maxing. Yeah. Um, and it's 
evidently a TikTok trend, which you know, like TikTok is 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 gr- is fantastic ground for all sorts of new like moral panic trends to yeah uh, sprout up, which is tremendous. Um, it's very but, funny that like TikTok started as like a Chinese thing and like you know I would like say lip-sync. in general yeah mostly like uh, I wouldn't say wholesome stuff but uh, yeah maybe at the worst but most well I shouldn't say benign either I don't know whatever it's kind of just stupid stuff not particularly offensive on its face but like I guess America and and I mean that, that kind of comes along with like the CCP and like probably not going to promote it if uh if you introduce TikTok and then instantly all the teens in China are like on Hellmaxing or Hellmaxing or <laughs> what's the one something about like a it's like a it's a sick a lick. devious lick. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's just like stealing stuff. <laughs> just crimes and that's just like if that's what happened like it would not have made it right out of china but like <laughs> american teens is helm accident stealing okay. stuff <laughs> yes i'm not a i'm not a big fan of american culture but uh wayward teen culture is very funny to me um, and I, I do think it's like not in, not in like a non um, judgy way, hopefully, I think like I think it's it's funny, like earnestly uh, what these teens are coming up with. But OK, so let's actually talk about like what hell maxing is, because uh, it's just like the term is so good. But it refers to apparently uh, this this one article that Zoe found was saying that like, OK, teens are. The goal here is to commit as many sins as you possibly can so that yeah. the devil himself will not accept you <laughs> when you uh, uh, eventually die. And yeah. it's like framed in this sort of like what's so funny about it to me, too, is like how it's framed in like a like speed running jargon, too, or or like uh, <laughs> in, in that framing, yeah. like. Uh, okay, at the end of the game, there's this glitch that if your score is above a certain point, you will skip past the final boss, and like enter uh, enter this the different level the way that like you might do Super Mario World and I don't know jump backwards through on the on the first level to get all the way to the end of it or something. Yeah, um, that's all that I've. I will say good. that's all that I've heard about it so far is just the description, and I obviously was like, well. That jacks off. I mean, the name makes sense. Whole thing makes sense. But I haven't seen any of the videos. Yeah, so I, I haven't seen any of the videos either. What are I don't know how real it is, but it yeah. is, it sounds like the perfect thing that would like freak out a bunch of you know uh, you know uptight parents. You know to to t- to say yeah. that me and all my friends are hell maxing. <laughs> it's it's. It's so it's a good above and beyond like this will go on your permanent record. And like, I don't care, mom. And it's like, yes, I'm explicitly trying to like get go to hell or something. It's just <laughs> so it's just so vague, I guess, too. <laughs> it's like the at least the 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 sl- slick slick rick trick 
The you devious know, lick. The devious, yeah. At least with that, it's like at least. Uh, I mean, it, not. I guess I'm not defending it. Uh, par- parody here. Uh, it says it has some scope. Like it has a well-defined scope. If you talk talk about uh, what do they call it in in uh, stupid management courses, like a star uh, goal. Something about you know, forget what the letters stand for. But God, like, could we be a worse podcast? To the like, we're just <laughs> yeah. we take all the fun out of like a funny thing teens are doing. <laughs> but it is, it is, and those are actionable, and they have like some scope or whatever, and uh, they're realistic goals, you know. And they're, is they're the devious time, lick time box? Is, is I saw te- a bunch the, of those. Is is it confined to like one specific high school? It kind of feels like oh, I what I was know, saying. Probably. It seemed like it was. Like there's one high school that like the the kids are destroying the bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> like f- like in a like really really damaging sense. Like they're ripping things off the walls and yeah. Uh, <laughs> like d- pulled another devious lick or something, and then like all the all the videos of like the the principal screaming over the intercom. <laughs> Stop. Oh, I haven't seen those. I just saw like uh I just saw like people pulling like soap dispensers out of their backpacks and stuff like that or like a, like like then it goes on to like a lot more serious stuff like stop signs or stop lights or whatever or like yeah. biology whatever you call those binoculars. Microscopes? <laughs> Microscopes, yeah. Uh <laughs> that kind of stuff yeah whatever doesn't make it i mean whatever but it's got a, it's got a scope it's defined but this hell maxing thing whatever seems a little too vague you gotta and it's not very realistic you know and it's not time bound you need star goals you need star goals i mean they're stupid no, that's but. what I, that's what i like about hell maxing the, the the goal is very clear i will look face god and walk backwards <laughs> into hell <laughs> it's the goal um and uh it just, you, seems you just gotta biz- run up the score it gotta- seems bizarre now though because like i don't know what was on the minds of people in the past but if you imagine that this in like i don't know like victorian times or like colonial times or something like that you can imagine like people doing bad things that are i don't know how to say this like they're not dark so to speak or they're not as dark they're kind of like dark in like a cowboy type way of like you know pushing the line between good and evil but like it's 2021 now like there's a lot of evil stuff that's like very visible and like basically like what a lot of people would consider like the most evil things you know and and they're not there's no uh, how do you say this? There's no fun in them. You can't really make a cowboy movie about this kind of stuff because, like, you're doing the most evil things in 2021. It's like uh, uh, the child sex ring or, uh, you know, uh, human trafficking or crimes of that nature, you know? It's not, uh, doesn't seem like it would make for a good, uh, you know, little TikTok. 10 second reveal 
you know, at the end. I mean, I don't know how the videos go. If, if there I are don't any think real ones doing like oh, pulling my most devious lick yet. And then like you, you zoom out and it's like they're on in like a shipping container and they're trafficking like dozens of children across <laughs> like international waters or something. But how are you going to live up to that goal if you don't do that? You know? I think I think the point is like you just you could do a bunch of little sins and just get a bunch of points on the board rather than do like one but like cardinal sins necessarily. Okay. Um but so, um so what, do you have any idea what the people are doing to get zero idea points on the board? But, okay. Uh to I I feel like I could I could suck the fun out of this even more but with a, with a, with a theory about like you're saying that it only appeared like this wouldn't have, you know, this CCP wouldn't be having any of this. Uh, yeah. And uh, this, they weren't, people weren't doing this kind of thing, you know, generations ago, whatever. I think that uh, like you could point to this thing would only happen to like a nation in strong decline, like post post end of the world, like this, like, deep nihilism rooted in the next generation that is from the jump like instantly trying to hell max <laughs> yeah yeah um but i but but i won't share that kind of theory and therefore uh not suck any of the fun out of it any further uh speaking of the evil in the world we got to talk about we got to talk about the shooting we got to talk about uh this rust production pen because this is Strongly, there couldn't be a story. I feel like more up my alley. Uh, we got we got movie magic, and we got movie tragic. We got um, workers' rights and uh, movies, I guess. So everybody's no doubt heard that on the set of the movie Rust, a movie called Rust, uh, uh. The director of photography, uh, Helena Hutchins. I have not actually heard anybody pronounce her name, but I think it's Helena. Uh, was uh, she was the cinematographer, and she was shot and killed. Um, and the director was also hit too by the same projectile. It seems like, and uh, the person with the, it was like, as part of rehearsal for, rehearsing for a scene. Uh, it's like a western movie, and Alec Baldwin was the um guy who pulled the trigger um and as the details come out about this you learn more and more this was the fourth mis- uh misfire on the production um uh, speaking talking about the gun uh this was not the first time this happened on this production that like the uh, a prop gun went off or the gu- so so i guess another piece of information uh, the gun is not supposed to fire anything, um, and uh, it did, unfortunately, and it hit Helena Hutchins, killed her. Wait, what do you mean it's not supposed to fire anything? Like, it's he's not even supposed to shoot it in the scene? Um, it seems like he's probably supposed to shoot it, but nothing's supposed to come out. Huh? Like, a, like with, it's like a special effects gun. Like, you either load it with, like, a blank, oh, or... Yeah. A bullet is not supposed to come out. Other things are supposed to come out, but not a bullet. Well, I don't think other things are supposed to come out either because anything coming out of a gun could what hit about, and hurt somebody. What about the blank? I don't know. I don't think it's supposed to come out. Oh, I thought you said the blank is supposed to come out. You said that. 
<laughs> Nothing's supposed to come out of the gun when you shoot it. But what you said, you might put a blank in it. Yeah, just to make it make it say uh, do bang. I think right. Oh, it's, when you shoot a blank, a good... it doesn't come out of the gun. I don't think so. Basically, okay, sorry. Whatever, however, it's supposed to happen. I don't know how guns work, and I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm, not gonna I'm, I'm learn. I, like, I'm not interested in learning outside of like, whatever. Like, okay, it's not. Well, I do. I do know that nothing is supposed. You're not supposed to be able to shoot something with the with with a gun for a movie. Yes. Like nothing is ever supposed to. A projectile is not supposed to come out. Like no matter what it is, if, if it's a blank or not, like nothing's supposed You're to come out of the tip of the gun. Supposed to kill people on your movie. Yeah. Right. And um, so that it, it yeah it, it it happened. And so as more information is coming out, uh. Find out, yeah, this is the fourth misfire on the on the set yeah. of this production. Um, also, the union members, the member, so the, so so this 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 t- goes into the this, the previous IATSE discussions that we've been having. But um, the crew members that were the the union crew members walked off the set that morning, I believe, mm-hmm. um, before the shooting happened or before the incident. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, because uh, in a remarkable act of solidarity, I will say, um, because of the working conditions, because uh, they were being forced to work 14-hour days, having a two-hour commute as well, because the production company didn't pay for uh, hotels nearby. They um, uh, cheaped out and uh, they had to commute 50 miles to and from set each day. Um, and then, you know, each day's call time gets pushed back later and later. So eventually they're working, um, you know, fratter days as they call them. And then back in on 6am on Sunday. Um, these are really tough working conditions. Uh, you can read all about all the kinds of, uh, horror stories, like, like truly horror stories that go on, um, with these in, in Hollywood, uh, the working conditions that are, that happen, like people, people uh get up crazy early go to bed crazy late like and are driving all over everywhere um and you know dying in car crashes all the time uh to and from set because they're so tired and exhausted and uh don't have you know Mm. enough time to themselves basically um along with the you know even even outside the sort of like toxic working conditions that you would have from like management that do that, that, that exist, that, that definitely exist as well. Um, and so union members walked off the set that morning and I believe it's, it sounds like the producers even like called the cops on them because like they, they, to get them off the set after, after they left, um, or like as they were leaving and stuff, because they were going to, because like they wanted to, you know, keep the production going. They hired a bunch of local, uh, local crew. So, so non-union, uh, workers, mm. um, to come in and, uh, fill the, uh, fill the roles. I'm not, it's not clear if the armorer herself was union or non-union. Um, but, uh, no, Helena Hutchins was in the union, uh, was or but, wasn't was she was a union member so she did stay but uh that isn't just i don't think that reflects negatively on like her like you know solidarity status or whatever because there's a lot there's 
there's a, I don't know, a lot wrapped up in being, um, you know, you you easily get blacklisted if you're if you're if you're not gonna pull through on a project type thing. Like I don't know. Like the, the, I, I'm I don't I don't I don't want want to see people blaming her for uh, this type of thing happening. Um. So yeah, it's not. So I, yeah, again, I'm not sure if the armorer was union or not. But basically, the uh the production sounded like it was completely. <sighs> cruddy any way you slice it um just by you know the working conditions um and you know people are not going to be functioning their best uh and the people to blame for those working conditions are the producers one of whom is the man himself alec baldwin and i've seen somebody put it this way um that if there was a single person who could have stopped the uh you know like actually stood up for the production and you know uh, d- done the right thing and you know changed the way this goes it would have been him because of his you know stature and, and things but you know he's not but i also see people say like uh like i don't know he sh- he shot a gun that killed somebody but people are also i don't know people are saying like oh you shot shot somebody killed somebody murdered somebody like you don't know how to handle a weapon or something like were you stupid his job in that moment is to not to second guess whoever hands him the the thing and tells him it's a cold gun his job is to you know act and it you know went, went, went sideways but um it went sideways for a reason and uh man there's so much i have to say about this i guess but so i'll, I'll do my best to get through through this um there's no this so this didn't need to happen and by saying this didn't need to happen i mean like this isn't like the like one in like a million uh like there's not like this isn't like a there's not like a certain amount of acceptable risk that you need to take on when making a movie and shooting a like shooting a gun on on screen or something like uh that risk can be zero like not you know point zero 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 one, but zero, and so there have been you know you know people who have died in the past because of this uh stuff Bruce Lee's son famously uh was killed brandon Lee uh in a similar uh incident on set um there are plenty of ways of getting shots that don't involve you know a live round and a gun um and there's no reason to have live rounds anywhere near a set. Uh, there's no reason to have like functioning guns at all. You can have these prop guns and stuff. And like you, 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 you see some people out here talking about how you know the the YouTube gun guys have their thoughts about muzzle flashes and how it's got to be. You know, there's nothing like the real thing on camera and. Um, maybe i i'm I'm off but like there's who notices that man they made john wick without uh real guns they made like and and who those those are un, un, uh undisputedly like like great action movies for whatever they are like nobody disputes that these are fantastic action movies you can make action movies without real muzzle flashes and the people who notice are like they're just pedants like you're it's gonna be I don't know. It, it like it, it 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 truly doesn't matter. Um 
anyway, I'm getting off course here, but the, it didn't need to happen for a lot of reasons. There's no reason that any of this, uh, any of the, like the, the live round could should have been anywhere near this set. And yeah, the producers are the ones responsible for the working conditions on set that seem to have seemed to lead to the, you know, death of Helena Hutchins. And it's, I don't know, like been a long time. I don't know. You, you you see you see like Alec Baldwin's been post had been posting you know pro like standing standing with IATSE type messaging on social media and things and uh, it makes you think that like I don't know the people but but then is like running this running this production at least in part uh, it, run, running them into the ground that can lead to these types of you know horrible accidents occurring um, like it's not obviously not enough to you know say i stand with ayatsi social media you got to run your productions uh more safely um and yeah you see a lot of people talk about like the amount of money it takes to do these things and like y- like you you can't you can't cheap out on 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 these things and there's there's money for it like you got to got to come up with the money for it i don't know and i'm rambling a little bit here but hopefully I, that all came out semi-coherently really really sad um of course and again zero reason it needed to happen mm. the and, and and like the 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 wiggle room on the sort of like but uh but 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 like that that like you let the little bit of extra special su- su- sauce if it's like a you know a blank firing weapon rather than like an airsoft gun um like you know, you'll actually get a recoil effect and it'll like look better on camera. Uh is completely besides the point. Um it's or it's not necessarily beside the point, but it's like the inability to to just like see like it doesn't matter how good the fucking gunshot looks or whatever. Like and uh, there's a the other side too though, like doing everything in post. I'm not saying that this is a this is this is an argument for getting blank firing weapons. This is, uh, uh, there are multiple, as always, there are many things that need to be solved at once, but, um, on the visual effects side, visual effects studios are, you know, I've talked about it before, notoriously under their, their working conditions suck too. Like the, and they're worse and they're not, not no worse, but like they're, they're really, really bad and they're not unionized either. Um, either. Um, and so like pushing the extra work, what on earth does that sound? I don't know. Um, but pushing the ex- that extra work onto the visual effects artists um, is the right move. It's uh, but it needs to be accounted for and budgeted for, um, and the 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 poster just need to be taken care of as well. So um, a lot of stuff needs to be fixed at once. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we got we had to talk about it, or at least I felt like I needed to talk about it because other stuff that we've talked about before, and it's important. I wonder if they're going to start what I wonder how this is going to they're going to play out because you know I actually voted for or what kind of like larger implications for the industry this will have because it's coming at such an interesting time or interesting is the wrong word but crucial time probably I uh, think a lot of things are coming to a head because there was that strike author, authorization vote that we talked about before and then there was a tentative agreement reached from like you know the president of IATSE and the producers but the membership is very upset with this uh, agreement they will not it seems like vote to ratify this and so um 
they will still maybe strike. And it seems like uh, the producers are just trying to stall things out or cram as much work in while people are still working um, before like the slump in December. There's like an industry slump that happens in the winter. There's not a lot of work, so they're going to try to get as many productions in under the wire, and so they're just going to, it's, they're just going to keep keep pushing, 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 pushing. Um, so, uh, but it's kind of wild to see. Uh, I, I don't know, like the 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 sort of you know collective action of the you know these crew members just walking off. I wonder if we're going to start seeing more and more of that without the sort of like you know coordination of IATSE formally. We're just going to start seeing more, um, you know. S- uh, crews doing this i wouldn't be surprised um based on like seems i mean like before anybody who's worked in this industry even a little even me who's has like i don't know if you can even count me as working in this industry or have like i certainly don't now but like um my like my my minute brushes with independent filmmaking um in uh even outside of like like a very minor market um uh i have awful stories of like how much it sucks to uh work on uh work on set and so anybody who spent any amount of time in this uh industry has countless horror stories about what it's like to work in it um and so there's a lot of you know class consciousness i don't know about necessarily class consciousness but there's a lot of consciousness about this and it seems like with the sort of 90 percent turnout to vote 98 percent yes to uh, authorize a strike like there could be a certain amount of uh wouldn't didn't seem like wouldn't seem like it'd be too hard to get a bunch of people to agree to walk off a set seems like everybody's pretty much in the same boat here and it just might take a little bit of informal um solidarity for that kind of thing to start happening more and more so that's what I got on that. Um, and I didn't watch Dune this weekend. I meant to. Didn't have the time. It's in a really theater? To. It's in theaters? It's in the it theater online? and it's also online. It's streaming on HBO Max. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know anything Is, about Dune. I mean, actually, yeah, I, I was going to ask I do you. know some things. I know it's like, uh, it's like based on the, uh, it's like got a lot of, uh, stuff from islam in it or something why does everybody know about dune except me i i i guess i knew I that about it okay like i understand this based on a book and i understand that david lynch made an adaptation of it that he you know fully disavows i guess and like I get, there's like a worm, and I get this like sand and stuff. But like, does everybody? Re- How popular is this book? Did everybody read it? Did everybody yeah. watch the movie or something? But like, this is like a full. This is a wholly new property to me. I'm just excited because I love Denis Villeneuve's movies. That's why I'm mm. excited about it. Everybody's like, oh, they're not gonna be doing it. Just match what Dune is. Y'all read Dune? No, no way. I've never read it. I've just heard about it. I've just heard people talk about the books for like ever. I don't know. Since college or something, I feel like I probably started hearing it come up. People like, oh, Dune. No, thanks. (laughs) I do not want to know. Would you watch the movie? Uh, Probably not. No. Why? No, it doesn't really interest me. I don't really like that fantasy stuff. Only certain fantasy stuff. But not that for some reason. I don't know. 
Okay. It's like this kind of seems like uh, Star Wars, sort of to me. Oh, no thanks. You got to baby Yoda it up if you want me to watch Star Wars movie. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, I uh, brutal brain to have. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. No, I'm I'm still doing. Uh, you know, I'm still plugged into. You know, Hong Kong Cinema Man over here in my house. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not coming up for any air anytime soon unless it was that one James Bond movie and also any other James Sha- Bond Shang-Chi. movie. Yeah. Well, any other no. James Bond movie. Well, also the John Wick movies. A- anything that Shelley makes me go to. Also John Wick. Also, I did watch. Uh, <laughs> I did watch. Uh, what's it called? Uh, I was gonna say layer cake. It's not layer cake. Knives. Knives out. There we go. Again. Knives out because it's you know a knife cuts a layer cake. That's that was the thought process that time. Uh, again. Have you seen this like five times now? No, this was only the second time, and also I didn't really oh. watch. I watched the movie with the uh, the director commentary. Uh, cause I, cause I'm, I'm Blu-ray man over here too. Remember? So I got, Oh, nice. Yeah. Interesting. How was the director commentary experience? It was interesting. What was it like watching a director's commentary? Uh, I mean, I've done that. I've done that for bond movies in the past. Uh, Mm. you don't really get to watch the movie. I mean, the movie's just kind of plain and you just kind of listen to the guy talk and you can't hear anything. Uh, and he just kept saying stuff. It's like, oh, I feel bad talking over this part. And it's like, and then he'll be like, I'm going to stop for a minute. And then, the, but they don't actually change the audio. So it's like, okay, dude, just keep, keep talking. I can't hear. Oh, this other stuff. Huh. Anyway, whatever. L- low effort director's commentary he, production. I don't even remember a single thing this guy said. Well, let me think. I could probably remember something, <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. Shelly just kept asking. Shelly asked me like 10 times during the movie. She's like, are you sure that you want to do this? And I'm like, yeah, I've been doing this for 90 minutes so far. <laughs> She's like, don't, don't, don't you want to watch the movie again and then watch the thing? And I was like, I was like, no, I, I remember the movie mostly. That was from two years ago. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we watched it on when our living room like a year or two ago or something. And it was pretty good. I was like, I, I pretty much remember this. Like 80% through it. Like, are you sure about this? <laughs> And he, he kept, he kept I'm almost done. I almost, yeah, almost did it. He, it's over. He kept talking about the actors and stuff, and it was, it was interesting. I mean, he's like, he's like, oh, Lakeith Stanfield. This is what I remember. He just kept, he's like, Lakeith Stanfield says get out in this movie twice. Wait, but he's not in Get Out. Now I can't remember why he is. He's, he is in Get Out. Oh, he is. Is wait, who is he in Get Out though? He's the first one who's been. He's the one who says "get out." Um, he's the he's he's the the black guy who has already been. Oh, the old. He plays like an old looking guy, basically, right? No, he's like he's like somebody's like husband or something. And he's he's got already like got a, the procedure on him. He's got like the corn cob hat. Yeah, I think so. I don't think he's okay. an old guy in it. I took corn cob hat means you're old guy. Okay, he's probably dressed up in like the old guy old husband's clothes or something. But okay, yeah. yeah, now I remember that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, because then I was thinking, wait, did he say that he said get out twice in this movie, or did he say sorry to bother you <laughs> twice in oh this God. movie? Something. There'd be... Because he's, like, he's the main... I think I kept imagining sorry to bother you because he's the main actor in that one. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And then I was, okay, yeah, anyway, that makes sense. He's like, oh, yeah, and then I was talking to Little Keith, and he's like, he's like, oh, everybody wants, they just want me to say get out or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> great director's commentary. Very thoughtful. Very insightful. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm in on it now. Yeah, yeah I, I get it, because it's the name of the other movie, and then he said it in here. It's like if you made Daniel That's Rad- crazy. If you made Daniel Radcliffe just be like <laughs> Say Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Harry Pot period Potter. Ah, uh, yeah. Nice. Uh anyway. Uh yeah, he said that. He he kept saying, Oh, Anna Darmus, blah blah blah. Oh, the old lady. You know the like old lady who doesn't talk at all? He just kept saying, like I don't oh, remember. Yeah. Oh, it's like the old grandma lady, basically. You remember when she scales, Ana de Armas scales down the outside the house, and then as she's like, you know, escaping sort of from the first night, and then uh, she looks in the window and then realizes that the old lady who's kind of like, uh, you know, has dementia or whatever, she's looking at her. Anyway, whatever. Mm, she doesn't. She's okay. just like an old lady, old looking lady. She doesn't do anything. She's supposed to have like Alzheimer's or something like that. And he's just like, director's like, any actor will tell you the hardest thing to do is to act like you're doing nothing at all. It's like, nice dude, cool, very thoughtful. Eh, but whatever. It was like that's a, that, still, that sounds like a that, that's a good dro- uh, good bomb to drop places. It, or like that's a good nugget to have. Rattling was, around in your head. I like that. And he just, I don't know, he just said a bunch of other stuff. It was like, uh, oh, yeah, I wanted to do this and whatever. I'm just like describing a generic director's commentary now. But, oh, the prop guys, yeah, they made the, we found this house and then they built this other thing onto it so it looked like it was burnt down or something like that. Or, oh, I thought about doing the dogs a little bit less in this movie or <laughs> <laughs> whatever, you know. Oh, oh, really yeah. He kept talking about eight. I learned a new thing. ADR. Do you know ADR? I'm sure. Yeah, automated dialogue replacement. Yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, oh the ADR. She, uh, she made the vomit sound right there. Yep, really good. Oh, uh, in ADR, we just kept wanting to throw in all these little, little gags. All these little. He kept saying gags over and over. Little gags. Oh, I made a, uh, made Lakeith say this one little gag little off a screen gag right here check out this gag we did oh look at this light gag oh this classic light gag this actress oh it was so hard acting because she had to say her lines and then she had to do this little light gag where she put her eyes into the light or something like that gag gag over and over yeah but it was i have something i have something on adr here i took one film class ever and it was like my freshman year and it was like basically just like let's just watch some movies about teen angst it was actually pretty cool i liked it but um my professor told us that um he said something that like is still i still i mean it's still evidently like rattling around in my head but uh it was about adr and he said that like he said so okay so the concept of adr is that uh okay you your actors are on set on location they're acting what you see on screen right they're filming that and they also have like a mic like a boom mic on them or a lav mic or something they're recording that audio but sometimes that audio doesn't work sometimes um 
plane flies overhead right at that moment or like there's it's like too scratchy or like for whatever reason that audio isn't it can't be used and so adr is the term to refer used to describe the process of going back getting them back in the voice the the the, in the booth and like have them like redo their lines and sort of match it up exactly with their uh uh their 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 lip movements on screen um and my professor told us that all dialogue like every all dialogue is adr all movies all dialogue is recorded later (laughs) cool (laughs) and like i and and so i've i've gone I heard that. I'm like, damn, really? Wow. <laughs> and then I like learned a little bit more about like f- making films and whatever. And then like started like trying to make some of my own. And then I'm like, what the fuck? No way. Like, are you <laughs> serious? Like I'm recording them talking. Why would I just like use that right here? Like yeah. doing that. And then and I've kind of been in that mode for a while now. Where I'm like, okay, I can see like if, you know, something you can't get it then like yeah you i guess you would have them come back and like say it if like it happened to like not work there but like what just like spend more time i don't know like making sure that this that there isn't like a plane flying overhead or i don't know like throw up a curtain or something just make it sound (laughs) better on set there's yeah it seems like way more work but now i'm back on the like i wouldn't really curious to to, to, I'm, i'm i'm curious about how much like percentage wise like i get that it could it's probably substantial like I, I bet there's like I bet like every major movie that comes out like um there's invariably the actors are back and are back doing ADR. I don't mean like yeah. is there ADR, but I'm wondering <laughs> how much of the dialogue is ADR. <laughs> like and if if anybody knows, uh, please tell me. Um there's no way it's 100%. <laughs> it's, it's 100%. <laughs> It's all ADR. If it's all, who's the? Why are they hiring locations? Because you gotta, you gotta know what's after the fact. What was in their mind? Oh fuck, a clown pewter. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably got no games. You could never do that on the spot because it's what's in his head. <laughs> Forgot about Bozo. Bozo said that. <laughs> <laughs> Clown pewter, baby. Oh, actually, I do have a good d- a dub thing, or not a dub thing, and maybe you call this a little bit of ADR. I watched Jackie Chan's Rumble in the Bronx, uh, which is, I cannot believe this because it is, it is one of the worst Jackie Chan movies, in my opinion, that I've ever seen, and I've seen quite a few of his movies. But apparently, this is—it was his breakthrough, not his first Hollywood movie, but his breakthrough Hollywood U.S. movie, whatever. I don't actually know if it's a Hollywood movie, but his breakthrough U.S. U.S. movie. Uh, I learned about it because I I got the I got the Blu-ray and I started watching it, and I was kind of pissed off because I was like, "This is dubbed." Like I'm watching it in Cantonese, but I can tell that it's dubbed. Uh, because I can tell certain people aren't speaking Cantonese. And and then they switch to English and I'm like, I can tell they're not speaking I can I can tell like the Cantonese people aren't speaking English either. And so I was like, crap, did I like buy the wrong thing? Like I just want one that's like the original language. 
and I read about it, and I found out there's no, there's like no original language version of the movie because apparently like the vast majority of the movie, if not like the whole movie, essentially, uh, all of the actors, there are many American actors and there are many like uh, Hong Kong or like China based actors. So in those cases, people speaking Cantonese or Mandarin. All of the actors basically spoke their native language in every single scene. And so I ended up seeing there's a pretty uh, like interesting video on YouTube of some of the original film from filming that like a ton of the scenes are done bilingually. Like Jackie Chan will be speaking Cantonese and then like uh, an American boy, like a, 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 a Chinese American kid, he speaks English. He does all of his lines in English. Jackie Chan does all of his lines in Cantonese. And then there's other people that do like their lines in Mandarin or, or whatever. But there's no like original cut of the movie because they, they all did this. And that, I guess, necessitated that after the fact, they just had to dub the entire film, basically. And I, I after watching it, I feel like into they, what? What the, which one did they pick? What bo- language did bo- they pick? Both, basically. There's a Cantonese version and oh. there's an English version, but it's mostly well, that's not exactly true. I think like the official one is what I had, which is like most of the film is in English, but then there like the beginning is in Cantonese and certain characters just speak to each other in Cantonese. But, like, it's not just Cantonese-speaking pe- people speaking to each other in Cantonese. They had to dub that because there'll be Cantonese-speaking people speaking to English-speaking people. So everything just ended up getting dubbed over. That's why, like, almost nothing in the movie appears to match, like, the, the mouth movements. Jackie so Chan telling everybody that he's fighting over the clown pewter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... I know we're we're running a little bit long, but there's no, this. It's it's on topic, so I want to talk about it. But the 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 Squid Game stuff. Um, oh yeah. I heard. So I heard. So you're not. You haven't seen this. You're no, not. No, I mean Squid, Squid I have. Game. I mean I oh. haven't watched the whole thing. Shelly and I. How long ago was it? Two months ago. Whenever it came out. What? Whenever it came. When like did a Squid month Game ago. come out? A month ago. Two. Oh, we watched. Yeah, Shelly says, little couple, couple hip, hip people over here. She says that we watched the first episode the day it came out. Yeah. Uh, I, that's so episodes. cool of she you. She said, I knew when I was coming. Did you hear this? She's I got, followed, she's got. I no, I know. <laughs> Shelly says she was following it and she was waiting for it to come out, and that's why we watched it on the very first day. Ah, because. We, she, no, I don't know if this is really. She said she watched Alice in Borderland, which we also, yeah, we did watch Alice in Borderland. I don't know if you saw that. That was another Korean film no. too. That I, that I, yeah, kind of noped out on after the first episode. I was like, this is not the vibe for me, which is something that I'm learning to do in my 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 old wise age now. I just decide one one. Shelly, Shelly's trying to tell me so many. 
backs off. <laughs> your 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 tactic of, of very calmly like holding up a finger it seems extremely practiced. <laughs> oh. She's cupping her hands around her mouth to, to tell me the things too. But it's whatever. Anyway, uh she said she was watching it. So so yeah, we are very cool because we watched it on the So first you've seen day. it. So I've seen the first, we watched the first episode and then I told her, I don't like the vibes of this. I will not be, I don't want to watch any more of this. I, I, whatever. I kind of can tell where this is going. It's like the Alice in Borderland thing. I know where this is going. I'm not trying to watch people get killed. I, I get the, I think I know what the commentary is here. I get that. I don't like the rest of this yeah. stuff. I'm not going to watch this thing. And so, but it's then, funny then, to like, like watch, to watch the first episode of Squid Game and be like, I think there are going to be some people who can be killed in this. Yeah. What I'm getting. Yeah. And so I was like, no, I'm not watching anymore. Uh, but then, like, literally the next day, we both independently, uh, I guess, I guess lied to each other because then we both, Shelly, like, read the whole thing on Wikipedia and I watched a very detailed, like, 40-minute YouTube video with Gosh. with a video recaps about the thing, which I've, you know, I'll admit, I've, we've both talked, Shelly and I have both talked trash to you about you having done that for TV shows or whatever, but, I never talk trash about but that. I, but I, I did that this time, I will admit. I watched the thing, so I do know everything that happens gotcha. and it was an extremely detailed video so i feel like i really do know everything that happens but fair okay the the only reason i bring it up is like actually not to really talk about anything that happens in it but um uh i've been made aware of uh something that the that i've noticed that people people love to bring this up the second you break you, you if you say is anybody watching squid game and then the it, people love to be like, "Ooh, I heard that there's mistranslations of the of the of the uh of the, of the dialogue, and it that doesn't make it into the subtitles." Um, is that what Shelly's trying to do? Shelly <laughs> is showing me more video. She's showing. I don't know why she's showing me the Wikipedia page for the Japanese movie Battle Royale, which yes, I've seen. I don't know what you're trying yeah. to s- say. What are you trying to say? Yeah, it's the same concept. Yep. Uh, the guy said he was inspired by Battle Royale. Yes. Okay. Yes. That makes sense. Um, she's very worked up about this. <laughs> Alice in Borderland is Japanese. Alice in Borderland is Japanese, not Korean, like I said a minute ago. Okay. Okay. So apparently the, some of the dialogue is not being translated Yeah. one to one. Like, they're, like they're, so people who know how to speak korean Both. or understand korean and are watching it with english subtitles they're like what the heck she didn't say that and um i will say as somebody who uh doesn't understand any korean at all it's like it's per- like i can also tell sometimes like yeah there's no way she uh just said um oh i didn't get very far in life because i'm stupid like i don't think that she said that yeah. <laughs> like, it's like it's pretty Welcome to reading subtitles, dude. I've been watching Jackie Chan. <laughs> I've been watching Police Story 2 all day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure this is happening. Like, this happens in every movie. Like, 
of course it ha- it would it has to happen in every translation yes whatever but every um, good every at least every good translation like have you tried if you do it word tr- word to it, word it will make z- no sense it will be it, incomprehensible i mean i have i have i mean some of these police story movies are translated that way some of the the Hong Kong movies that I watch are very directly translated anime stuff like that. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense because people use people speak in idioms or whatever that you've never right. heard about before. Yeah, but so here's the thing: um, the, the 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 thought the thoughts that I'm having about the uh, the localization process process of taking the, the this Korean content that is. Uh, like they're 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 talking about you know class and wealth and poverty and stuff um i would say that the 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 people who are so 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 like the line in particular like there's this one character who's like uh, the thing about her is that she's um poor they're all poor but like she's poor and that's why she never you know got a lot of opportunities in life but they'll just kind of translate what she's saying apparently it's just her being like i'm a dumbass you know, <laughs> um, and so, uh, but I would say like the the localization process isn't wrong because um, if you were making a you know a smash hit Netflix TV series for Americans, you wouldn't put class consciousness in it. <laughs> like yeah. that does that's not going to work for Americans. Um, so. Uh, they're not wrong to change that, but um, it is funny that like you know, like, very important like part of this show is like the you know the the social commentary that's going on, and they're like, well, when we make it, for, but, but but when we're, when we're translating it for Americans, like don't put any of that in there. Just have them say that. <laughs> I'm a, uh, yeah. I yeah, I lost all my money because I'm stupid, not because of, <laughs> you know something structural. Yeah, no, they, they that, that's not gonna work. That's not gonna hit. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, that's all I wanted to say about that. So we're going to head over to patreon.com slash actorskeleton and we're going to talk some more. See you over there.